Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Kissing and Psychic. I'm Christine Porter, your host, your non-computer savvy host, that is. Uh, I am here tonight for the second try, saying that last evening my first ever show went to click on me when evidently I pressed some button or another and somehow managed to turn everything off. Here I was sitting here talking about uh, not being technically inclined, and boop, it went off. So I really, really sincerely want to apologize to everyone who was listening. I have no idea what I did. Um, please forgive this old lady for that. I really should have known better, and I should have let my six-year-old set the whole thing up because she would have done it a lot better than me. Um, tonight, I would like to begin my show by taking some time to tell you a little bit about myself. This is my first radio show. I've been a guest on a few other shows, but this is the show that I've, the only show that I've ever hosted. So please bear with me. I'm a little bit nervous. I'm kind of winging it, and I don't really wing it well. In any event, I'd like to tell you a little bit about myself and why I'm on here, why I'm a psychic investigator, and all that other interesting stuff. And then I'd really like to take some calls. Um, my name is Christine Porta. I am a psychic medium. And I live in Waterbury, Connecticut. I've been a psychic medium all my life. From as early as I can remember, I have seen spirits, at that time, mostly spirits of people who have passed on. When people in my family would die, I would first have a dream of their death, and then I would see them. Um, It never occurred to me that anything was weird about it. It never occurred to me that I was any different than anyone. As I got older, I noticed that my abilities started to get into a different aspect. I started to sense things about people. Uh, I don't want to say I read people's mind, but you can ask my boyfriend. I will say things right before he's about to say it, and it kind of freaks him out. Among other things, let me tell you something, guys. Be careful when you date a psychic. You can you can really just mark my words about that one, and he'll back me up on that. But um, So I went through my childhood, honestly not even thinking that it was different, and not even making a big deal out of it until I was probably about 20-something years old, and uh, I kind of, I was never, I was not brought up Catholic, but I went into the Catholic Church when I was about 19 or 20, and I started to tell people in the, what did they call the, the church movement uh, in, the, in, the, in the 80s and, and 90s, um, the revival movement or something, charismatic movement, that's what it was. And I told people um, about my abilities, and I, I kind of got a lot of um, condemnation for it, and they really shunned me with that. Um, I didn't like that, so I, I started to really wonder about if I was normal and if it was something that I was doing that was quote-unquote sinning. Um, it was never really my good place to be, as I look back on it now, to be in the Catholic Church, but after that, Uh, I recall that my uncle died when I was like 21 or 22 years old, and I was at, I went went to the house, he died at his home, and when I went to the house, uh, the family went into the bedroom where he had died, and they were crying, very upset, and here I was sitting, I remember he had these dogs, and these dogs always bit me, every time I went up there when I was a kid, these dogs would bite me, and they were like, literally under the table, I was sitting at the kitchen table, and they were under the table, and they were shaking, and they were crying. And I felt so bad for them, but at the same time, I was so petrified that they were going to bite me 
that I really didn't interact with them, but I just remember that very distinctly. And then I remember my uncle walking out, and I looked up, and I remember the dogs actually started like almost howling. They were like crying really loud. And I looked at him, and I shook my head, and I said, that's not a very nice joke. That's not really funny at all, because I thought it was a joke. But as I was saying those words, I heard the people still in the bedroom crying, and I saw a deputy, a little Barney Fife. It was up, upstate New York, so, you know, they, they were an interesting little little force there. Um, he came walking into the kitchen, went right by my uncle, and my, my uncle actually put up his finger like, hey, you know, excuse me, can you help me? And the deputy didn't hear him, and then I realized, oh, yeah, okay. But he was solid. He was a solid form. And I said to him, I said, hi, Uncle, you know, and I said his name. Um, and he said, oh, Christy, you can see me. And I said, yeah, I can see you, but, you know, you're dead. And I remember that he laughed. And um, he, he actually just laughed at me. Uh, and he said, well, you've always been very blunt with me. And I said, well, look, you know, I don't really know why I can see you, but I'll pr- I was kind of scared at, at the same time. And I said, I'll pray for you, and I'll light some candles for you or whatever, and I'll certainly, you know, do that for you. And um, he thanked me, and we had a, a little bit of a discussion that was personal that I don't really want to share. And then he um, he just, I don't really know where he went. He turned around and he walked back into the bedroom. I don't know what he was doing in the bedroom. I don't know if he was trying to get back in his body or if he was trying to, you know, comfort his wife and, and uh, his brothers and whatnot. Um, but it was an experience that I will never forget because about two, maybe two or three days later, possibly a week, I had been praying for him. I had, you know, been asking the angels to come and meet him into heaven because this is all that I knew, and it was out of love that I did this. And I remember that I woke up at like 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, and I felt someone there. And I opened my eyes, and I saw my uncle, and my uncle was looking at me and my face, and he was very, very bright. His face was just so bright, and it was so wonderful. He, he was so peaceful, and he had this swirling light uh, around him, and I felt the most tremendous, tremendous peace. I had a really rough childhood, and at this point in my life, it was really not that much better, and I had just such a wonderful longing to just go with him wherever he was going. I wanted to be with him. And the light around him was swirling. And he came and he told me, he said, you know, I, I wanted to say thank you and that I love you. Thank you for praying for me and thank you for, you know, being a good niece. And he was always my favorite uncle. And I, I think I was one of his favorite nieces and that he was gone. And I remember that I was mad. I was so mad that he was gone. I was like, why did you even let me see this? I don't want to see this. But I really believe that I saw him going into the light and going to be with God. And, and I can tell you that it was really, really nice. Um, a lot of people call me up and they're understandably very upset. Um, their loved ones have died. And it's not easy to lose a loved one. And I understand that. Even for me, when someone I know dies, it's very, very hard. And, you know, but I want people to know, first and foremost, as a medium, it is good for most people when they die. Sometimes when people die, they don't care too well. Sometimes when people die, they get stuck, they get earthbound, what have you. But most people when they die, they know so much more. Everything is really clear to them. Um, 
and and they just they can move on. So I need you all to know that. And I've I've witnessed it probably like two or three times after my uncle. And you know, I, like I said, I do readings, I do some classes every once and again. Um, hasn't been very busy for me lately. Um, but I do these things, and I do run some investigations here and there. But the main thing that I focus on is, is psychic investigating. And the reason that I focus on this, well, first of all, let me tell you what, what I do when I do a psychic investigation. I go into a location, let's say, if someone has a haunted location or a purported haunted location, I go in. Obviously, I try to sense what's going on. Uh, if there's any earthbound spirits in there, I try to talk with them, communicate with them, and then help them move on so that they can be at peace, and certainly for the homeowners or business owners, whatever they are, so they can be at peace, because when you're under paranormal attack or activity, it can be very, very trying and very stressful. Um, I see that I have callers, and I just want you to please bear with me, because I want to get through this, and it won't be that long, I promise, because I can talk really fast, and I'm just a big yapper, but I want people who are listening to know where I'm coming from and what you know my background is before I begin to talk with you. But please be patient. I will get to your calls. Um, so that's what I do. And I go in there and I do that. And now we have a group called Nascara out in Connecticut. And we bring the technical side within the, the sensitive side. We have psychics and, and people who are non-psychic, some people who are very skeptical. And we go in together and we have EMF readings and all that other wonderful technical stuff that I really don't know that much about, unfortunately. I'm not, I'm not computer savvy and I'm not tech savvy, so I'm psychic and that's pretty much all I do. Um, the reason that I began focusing on psychic investigations is because I went through a very, very bad haunting from 2004 to about 2007. And people say to me, well, being psychic, Christine, why weren't you able to rid your own house or whatever it was in there for that period of time? And that's a very fair question. And I'll tell you that the answer is because at the time, I, I became pregnant with my youngest daughter in 2003. And during the time of the pregnancy, I miscarried her twin. And that was very, very rough on me. And obviously for any woman who has gone through that, it's very difficult. My daughter, Emma, who's now six, was born in 2004. And she was born very, very sick. And she was in NICU for quite some time. And I had some really, really wicked postpartum depression. So between the stress of having the miscarriage, the grief, the stress of my daughter being born very sick, um, that kind of opened doors to, to increase the activity that was probably already waiting to be, to be let in, if you will, or to be um, started up again or whatever. The house that we lived in was kind of weird anyway. So at the time I tried, about 2005, I decided I was going to try to call in some paranormal investigators to see. This was at the time when, when uh, the Sci-Fi Channel had that show, uh, Ghost Hunters, and they would go out and do it, you know, um, investigations and stuff. And I thought, oh, that seems like something I should try to call. Um, I wasn't going to call them because I didn't want to be on TV or anything like that, even though they probably would have been really good. Um, so we, the first book that we called up, uh, the first, before he was a kid, he was like about 20 years old, 18, 19, whatever he was, he came in and he was taking pictures, he was trying to get EVPs, and he was a jerk. He was just a, a first-rate jerk. So we just 
said, here you go, there's the door, and we, you know, don't let it hit you on the ass on the way out, and please don't ask us for a donation because you're not going to get anything. The second group that I had um, was a, a lot different. They were really a lot different. They came in, they were a Christian group, and I'm not going to name any names, so please don't anybody ask me. Um, you know, they came in, and they were trying to provoke everything that, and anything that was in the house, uh, and this was really not good. Um, they, I had already had a prior experience with the church that I was in, as I said, with the little, the little meetings and stuff like that, but I also had another experience, which is like two or three shows, uh, to explain what happened to me earlier before all this. It's just a whole other ball game. So they came in, they were doing that, they were, they, they did manage to provoke everything. Everything, just the whole activity just went berserk. Um, then they turned around and they started to tell me that, well, you have evil in your house because you're psychic. And your psychic abilities are bringing evil into your house. And you're fat and that's bringing the devil in your house. I mean, literally stuff like that that was so far-fetched and so outright rude that, I mean, I couldn't even believe it that I was actually, these were supposed to be professional investigators and they were just like far from it. And then they essentially just dumped us. They said, you know, we couldn't see any of the evidence that they collected because we were, you know, we weren't uh, smart enough, we weren't experienced enough. They had every excuse in the book. So he just, I called them up and I said, look, you're not doing anything. You're not helping us. It was months before, you know, months and months where they were saying they were going to do this and get the priest in and everything else. They never did. So I ended up, I called another group and um, called them in, and they really came in. And I, I, I hesitate to name who the group is because I don't know if they want me to. They're based in Rhode Island. It wasn't TAPS. They're based in Rhode Island, and they really showed us love. They showed us love, and they showed us how to empower ourselves. You know, they didn't come in and preach to us. They didn't make us feel guilty. You know, they came in, and they made us feel like God was really real to us. And there's so many people that undergo activity in this, in this day and age, and it's so imperative to have a group and groups that are sincere and that are loving and caring and not just interested in the scientific aspect of it and collecting so-called evidence. So this was my inspiration um, to start a group in my area that would, you know, kind of combine. I didn't see a lot of groups that had psychics in them. They were either all psychic or they were all technical. And I kind of wanted to bring the two together because I thought it would be a good idea. Uh, and so I did, and I formed NESFAR in 2006. And um, we did end up losing that house to foreclosure, which was another very sad thing. We moved into another house. Nothing followed us like the Hollywood, you know, the Hollywood movies say. Um, but we did have our own uh, little resident ghost in that house. Um, there was some stuff that started to happen there, and I, I really started to begin to understand that it was happening not because the prayers didn't work and not because um, of my gift, just the opposite. It started to happen because I, was, I had such a bad thinking. I just thought so badly of myself, and I had all this, this Christian guilt that had been laid on me to make me feel like because I had this ability... I was bringing this 
activity in from my you know of my own accord, and you know I can't express to you how stupid I think that it's such a stupid thing to believe. You know when people actually say to you your abilities are being used by Satan, and I don't mean to say you know you're using your abilities for Satan or you're using your, your abilities for the wrong reasons. I mean people who come in and make you feel um, vilified. You know like like everything that you're doing is wrong. In my experience, and if you think about it, it makes sense, um, to be able to sense and see spirits, human or inhuman, this to me is one of the greatest God gifts that God can give us. We could ever possibly ask for anything better than that. How much more are we able to, you know, defend ourselves from our own, you know, our unseen enemies when we can see and sense them? I mean, if we walk around with blinders on, we're certainly not going to be able to defend ourselves with what's going on. I don't mean to say, well, let's, you know, let's all try to provoke them or let's all get pictures or let's all get EVPs from them, but just if you get a sense of something, at least you know what's there and you can kind of discern it and be able to fight against it a little bit better than if you're just walking around going, I don't want to know about it, I don't want to deal with it. Um, I can't fathom why people say that, but I guess I can't fathom why people say a lot of things. Uh, so that's pretty much about me. And, you know, then then in 2007, right about in 2007, my little daughter, she was three at the time, and I remember we were playing up in the in the hallway upstairs, um, and I had I always have busy bathrooms. My bathrooms were very busy. For some reason, the spiritual spirits come into the bathroom. I don't know if this, somebody told me once it was the water, but I, I'm not convinced of that yet. I think they just like, because you're, you're kind of in a, in a compromising situation and they can get your attention. But me and my daughter were playing upstairs and we, I looked over to the bathroom and there was like three or four figures in the bathroom and immediately I got very, you know, very concerned. I, a little alarm went off and I thought, no, this is, this is not right. Um, something's wrong here. And my, my little three-year-old, she looked up and she smiled and she said, oh, look at that boy, look at that boy. And, you know, maybe like a couple of seconds went by. I didn't see anything what she saw. I didn't see, see what she was talking about. And a few minutes, a few seconds went by and then her face changed. And she said, um, she said, oh, no, 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 that's, that's not, that's not a boy. You're not a boy. You're not a boy. And without going into detail, because I don't want to exploit my children, or the episode that happened, she was attacked. Uh, I don't know what attacked her. I didn't see it, but I saw her get attacked. And at that moment, something within me snapped. And I just refused, totally outright refused, to believe that um, there was no way that I could protect myself. And I, I was tired of begging God. I was tired of calling other people in. I was tired of trying to get this paranormal group and that paranormal group to come in and try to help me. And I realized at that time, at that second, that I had to just pull myself up from the bootstraps and just do it. And I prayed. I commanded it. I took authority. The authority came, I believe, from my love as a mother. And I remember at the time I was reading for a lot of people and I was doing a lot of... um, classes and doing a lot of different interactions with people, mostly for in the area of like hauntings and if they had hauntings in their house, uh, different paranormal activity. 
sometimes people would, would call up and, and want to know other questions, and I would help them there. But this finally let me understand that these gifts were not something that I had to be ashamed of. They were not something that I had to uh, fear, and they were certainly not something that I could not embrace. So I just wanted to share that with you. And ever since 2007, I have been very, very active, to use a term, and, and in active in, in uh, doing this type of work. Um, I don't have any more callers, so you can call now if you'd like, and we can connect a little bit. Um, and you can ask some questions or, or, you know, interact with me if you'd like. Um, when I embraced my gifts, everything changed. Things changed. My life changed. The house literally became every house that I've had since then. Even though I still do see human spirits, every house that I've had since since then has been very, very peaceful and very, very clean. Every once in a while we get something that comes through and we have to, you know, kind of wake us up to smudge through the house and do a little bit more praying and meditating. Um, but as, as as soon as you empower yourself, you're able to bring peace to your house. Um, well, another thing I wanted to talk about was vibrational levels. When I, even like in the last three or four months, I have been reading about raising our vibration. And I wanted to touch upon that a little bit. If you want to call in and talk about it, that's fine. Uh, you can do that too. But what I learned about vibrational levels is this. When we live in the physical physical world, uh, we're very weighed down. We can get very weighed down. And especially in this day and age, and America has a lot of uh, a lot of concerns about money, finances, the physical. Um, they really we don't embrace the spirituality in this society. Um, people poo-poo any kind of ghost shows. And even though people watch them, if you ask people, there's a lot of people who kind of say, well, I don't really believe in psychics. I don't believe in, in investigations and whatnot. And I think it's a really sad thing that people in this country don't embrace their spirituality more. Because this is the country we're in, and, you know, energy can make, you know, can go around and make, create havoc in, in your life and in other people's lives, and um, we need to recognize that, you know. And the reason that I was learning about, I, I read about raising my vibration, and when you want to become more psychic, one of the first things that you can do, the best thing that you can do, is to raise your vibration. And you can do this in a number of ways. You can do this by praying. You can do this by meditating. I meditate about two or three times a week, and if I don't, I become very, very, uh, my gift like, really goes to like virtually nothing. And you, you can do random acts of kindness, believe it or not. Go out, give a person money who's homeless. Go out to a soup kitchen and do some work at the soup kitchen. Um, driving down the road when someone gives you the finger, uh, don't give them the finger back. Even though, believe me, I know it's hard. Both my middle fingers have hard blood in them. But raising yourself above the crap of this world is what I'm saying. Rising above the physical, rising above the depression, rising above the anger, 
and, and stepping up a level in your spirituality, and you will see that many, many things will start to change for you. Um, your life will change. You'll probably you'll get better luck. You'll probably have better relationships. You'll increase your prosperity at work and in life and with your children. But to do this, you have to do, you know, a number of things. And meditating is good. Um, oh, I, have, I do have a caller now. And they hung up. Well, this is going well. Uh, anyway. In, in my next shows, I'm going to end now. This was not my regular show. This was not the way that it was, it was meant to go. Um, I don't think that anyone's listening because it is on Monday night. The next show will be next Sunday night at 7. Hopefully I will have everything together with the technical aspect of it. And I hope to get, uh, you know, more interaction with uh, a couple people to call in and discuss things. But I really would like to hear from you. I would like to hear from you your ideas for this show, now that I've, I've given you a little bit about myself. Um, and let, let me know what you want to hear about. Let me know what you want me to talk about and what we can talk about together, because I want this to be your show as much as it is mine. And forgive me for taking up the whole time and talking about myself. I just wanted to get that out there so that people can get an understanding of who I am, what I do. Um, I don't generally... I will do readings for you on the phone. Uh, I generally read for people and I meditate before I read for them. So it's a little bit awkward to read on the phone for people because I do take a few minutes to meditate and to connect with people. But if you want to call in and ask some questions, that would be great too. I'm, I'm sure I could uh, try it and, um, you know, give you some advice and give you some guidance to connect with whatever your needs are. But let me know. Uh, please, if you want, visit my website, which is www.peacefulreadings.com. Send me an email at peacefulreadings at yahoo.com. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know what you want me to talk about and different you know, subjects that you want to hear about. Um, you can Facebook me if you'd like. That would be great. I'm so totally into those games. It would be wonderful. Um, my Facebook is Chris Corda. It's not Christine. It's under Chris. And uh, know that my show is going to get a lot better. The show is not as, as, as well as I wanted it to be. I'm new at this. Please bear with me. It will get better. I promise you that. Uh, and please keep keep listening, and um, we will connect. God bless you. Oh, we have a caller. Thank you for calling in, because I really didn't want to end um, soon. Here, let's take our first caller. Hi, number one caller. How are you tonight? Hello. Hi there. This is Rachel. Hi, Rachel. How are you? You saved me from a very boring show. How are you doing? It's a great show. Oh, um, I've been great show. Um, I was wondering if you can give me some guidance or give me some something to make me feel good. You know, I've been looking for a job for the past three, three and a half months. And oh, I have um, been working very hard on bringing, you know, my positive affirmations in and cleansing myself of the negative 
negativity that came with me from my previous employer. Oh. And um, I had a lot of it. So I've really been working on myself. And I'm just getting kind of concerned because I'm, it's still three and a half months. And I know other people wait a lot longer for a job, but I haven't been without for, I don't know, 29 years. Oh, my gosh. I know. Do you see something coming for me? You know, did you hear me when I said, I'm just going to take a few seconds to just take a little bit of meditation. A little bit mm-hmm. of meditation. Uh, see what I get. Did you, you left your job on bad terms, the last job that you had? Um, I left it on April 25th. I literally walked out because of harassment. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you had, well, I said you had, you had bad terms when you left. Um, I don't think that you brought any negativity with you. I don't think anyone sent you any negativity. I don't sense any negativity from anyone, which is really mm-hmm. good. Believe me, the energy that people can send to us can really do a lot of damage. But I think that there may be some negativity around you just because of the experience. And please forgive me. I don't, I don't want to you know, hurt your feelings or anything, but can I be blunt? Sure. A lot of times when people hurt us, what can happen, you know, we can get very, very angry and rightfully so if you're being harassed on the job uh, because you're a woman. That's, you know, it's, it's like racism as far as I'm concerned. What can happen is that you, you take that to heart, and even if we don't know it, we take it into us and we, take, and we start to believe it. So what I would say to you, and I'm, getting, I'm actually getting chills because I'm, I'm – more or less connecting with you, which is interesting, but I didn't think I could do this this quick. Um, I sense that you should, as, as silly as this is going to sound, but I do it myself all the time, is to really, do you meditate? Yeah, To meditate and to breathe and to get a, po- if you have to listen to it like on iTunes or, or a podcast or whatever, or if you can do it yourself to get those affirmations, to visualize yourself getting that job. Um, you know, I have, I have my affirmations right on my bulletin board right in front of me. Okay, that's good. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So then put on your bulletin board all the negative things that you thought, you felt, not that you thought, that you felt, because this is a psychic thing, this is an energy thing. It isn't, a, a, it isn't like a, a mental thing or, or an intellectual thing. The things that you felt that hurt you, that made you angry, now this is important, made you angry at that last job. And write mm-hmm. them down. Write, don't write them on your bulletin board because you don't want them in your life. Write them down. Put them on a piece of paper. Think about them. Let yourself feel the emotion. Allow yourself to feel that emotion. Get pissed. Cry. Whatever. Write down insults to the people who did them and then crumple it up and rip it into shreds. And as you do that, visualize in your head um, a white light, literally, and, and, a, and it's going to sound strange, but if you meditate, you understand strange. Um, visualize a white light coming down from heaven or, you know, universe, whatever you want to visualize, and taking that paper and taking it away and visualize it going so far out that you, cannot, you can't even see it again. You can never see it again at all. And continuously do this because I had to do this not that long ago, and it really, really does work. Um, you know, we are on the same page because what I was doing is doing exactly what you said. I would crumble them up 
and I would burn them outside and send it back into the universe and visualize this white light coming over me as all of that went back out. So Keep, keep doing it. Uh, it takes okay. a lot. I, I know that it gets frustrating, but it takes a lot. I had to keep doing it, and, and I would get frustrated, just constantly keep doing it. Have you ever been, um, as, I'm going to say this, and I'm just going to put it out there for you. Uh, I want to just get a little bit of a sense. Um, have you ever, this is, this is not something that I generally get into, have you ever had like a hypnosis set, session? For some reason I'm picking up on hypnosis quite strongly and I'm not, I'm not sure if it's something that you've had. Please don't answer me yet. I'm not sure if, it, if it's something that you've had or it's something that someone is telling me or spirit is telling me for you to get. But hypnosis have, is very, very have, strong. Yeah, I'm, I'm fascinated with that. I'm fascinated with that, but I have never had it done. Yeah. The angel, the spirit, God is telling me for you to get that done. I'm, I'm okay. sensing a little bit about a reincarnation type of issue, um, possibly more in the, along the line of maybe an earlier childhood, but who doesn't have that? You know what I'm saying? Um, right. But I think that if you've got a hypnosis session from literally, please, literally somebody who's like really, really good and a doctor and somebody who's not going to like screw around with you or anything, you know, somebody who mm-hmm. knows what you're doing to really get big deep and find out, you know, it could just be that, what kind of, uh, let me just get a, get a little bit of a sense of that. Um, Rachel, Rachel, how old are you, Rachel? Do you mind me asking? That's kind of rude. I'm sure. sorry. I'm 54. Okay, my gosh, your son's so young. Um, yeah, you might want to look in a different direction for a different kind of job. Um, God, you would- on the same page because that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm really trying to do something different. Okay, so I'm telling you stuff that you already know. I'm sorry. I'm trying yeah, to we're on the same page. It's great. Yeah, I, I hope so. I hope you got it. I don't want to tell you the wrong thing. But my big, my strongest sense for you, hon, is, is hypnosis. Um, I, I get a, I'm closing my eyes right now, and I, I literally see something being ripped out of you, like in your chest area. You get a lot of heartburn. You get a lot of heartburn. I, yeah. I don't get heartburn, but I understand what you're saying. Like literally like ripped out of your chest. Something like you've been, you know, sometimes people say, oh, my God, I've been stabbed in the back. I feel like <laughs> you were stabbed in the chest. It's not a, a literal thing, obviously. But I literally feel like you've been stabbed in the chest. Like maybe you know, people you knew that you trusted and they stabbed, they just they turned away from you in such a bad way that I see it in your chest. You are so right, exactly right. Thank God. I, I hope that I am. And I, I really, I will, so, I will pray for you, and I will light candles for you if that's okay. Um, Thank you. And I really do see, I see you getting a job. Uh, this is where the fun stuff comes in. And you can call back and tell me if I'm right or wrong. Hopefully, I think I'm right about this. Four months tops. That's, that's my image. But I see that thing. You need to do some work. The Spirit is telling me you need to do some work and you need to rip that right out of your chest. Get some help. You know, get some people who love you and, you know, cry. Don't be afraid to cry. Don't hold that in. A lot of the stuff that you might be holding in, um, you're too proud to say anything and you walked out because you were right. Um, look at yourself honestly, you know. One of the hardest things we can do. 
to look at ourselves honestly and see maybe where there's some areas that we went wrong. And I don't sense that about you because you have a really good energy. Um, but I don't really sense it about you, but I do sense this, like a literal, like a, I don't know what they call them, like one of those really big um, poles, right, smack in your chest. Mm-hmm. But yeah. hypnosis and work on that and look okay. in a different area, look in a more creative area. Um, you do well with money. You're very good with money. So, yeah. you know, that that's my feelings for you is, is that um, get rid of that thing in your chest. Whatever that is, it's holding you. It's not going to stop yeah. you from getting a job, but it's not going to make your life happy, fully happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you were right on the money, so I appreciate this. And I will check into that hypnosis because, honestly, I have thought about it. Yeah, and I that's why you thought me. about it. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, Hope thank that. you so much. You're welcome That's so much, Rachel. God bless you, and, you know, okay. feel free to email me and, and let me know what happens. I'd love to know. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye now. Take care. Bye. Oh, how do I hang up? <laughs> Here we go. Okay, caller number two. That was good. Everyone, please, say a prayer for Rachel, because it's so hard when you're, you know, you hit 40, and people just fire you and stuff, and nasty stuff happens. I've, I've read for so many people that nasty stuff happens at their jobs, especially when they're women. You know, that's not right. We, we do the birthing, guys. We don't need to be harassed in the job. Caller number two. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing much better now that I have more people calling. It was a little oh. before. How are you? Yes. Um, I was calling to see uh, about my finances, what you see coming up for me. Do I, do I see any money coming up for you? Just what you see for my financial situation. Oh, yeah. I think that the people on Skype, I'm actually not on Skype, and I think the people on Skype doesn't tend to be very good service. Um, can you give me your first name? Would that be okay? No, it's a good service. It's, I don't have a good microphone. That's the problem. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's my fault. Don't blame Skype. <laughs> no, no, I'm not blaming so, Skype. I also have a really bad internet connect, connection, and Last night I was on live and I'm talking for 10 minutes and all of a sudden the sh- I look up and the show's over. I'm like, it ended two minutes into it. So yay for me. Um, your name is Michael. Okay. Your name is Michael? No, Lisa. Oh, okay. So you want me to look for you or you want me to look for someone named Michael? No, there's no Michael. It's just me. Okay. I I'm calling for me. I thought I heard the word Michael. All righty, well, Lisa, oh. um, oh, man. Hmm. okay, I'm going to throw this out, this, I'm going to throw this out for you, okay, uh, Lisa? Okay. What I pick up on a little bit, and let's get started. I've got uh, minutes. I see cooking. There it is, Tony. Well, just, just bear with me. You don't have to validate what I'm saying. Um, I need to validate what you're speaking, so you don't have to, to uh, say yes or no yet. I see something with cooking. I don't know why. Um, I'm just doing a little bit of uh, meditation as we speak. I don't want to leave dead air, but oh, I'm a medium. I can leave dead air. Um, 
something with cooking. Barry's telling me to tell you something about cooking. Something about cooking. Uh, come on, Barry. <laughs> tell me what I want to tell this woman about cooking. You have a problem right now. Um, there's some. There's a little bit of. I'm not going to say negative because it's not negative. There's a little bit of blocked energy around your finances. And, and and does cooking mean anything to you? Because I I keep seeing an oven, and a and something within the oven is stuffed in there and it's smoking. And that's the image I'm getting. And me, the way that I get psychic information is I get images, and they, they may sound really weird and crazy, but if you think about them, sometimes they do mean something. And I get that there's a, a bit of a block, not a negativity or anything like that, but a block on your energy in the area of your home, your domestic life. And there's a problem within your house Literally, I don't want to say literally in your kitchen, but the kitchen being the center, the epicenter of your house, um, there's a problem within your house. Something domestic is going on. I'm a little bit leery to say this, so I don't want to say anything that might be uh, uh, nobody else's business. I do see the block missing, but it's something that you have to recognize. You follow what I'm saying? I'm trying to be a little bit more discreet um, and not give out to. Do you mind if I be blunt? No, go ahead. Say what you need to say. Okay. Um, it's like a, a a domestic issue. There's a domestic issue in your life that you need to work on in order to free the blocked energy from that area in your life. And this, I'm pretty sure on. I I'm, I gotta say this very, very strong um, cooking. Something is cooking up. That's the image that I get. And I see it going away. I do see you getting stronger and letting go of something, letting go of whatever it is that's blocking that. It's for you to, block, you to unblock it. I would say to you, um, forgive. I would say to you, love yourself. I would say to you that you deserve to have all the financial success that you need. Okay. That's, that's what spirit is telling me. Oh, okay. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did I, did I offend you or hurt your feelings? No. Why would you offend me? Oh, I don't know. I, I just, I, it sounded so weird. Um, you know, <laughs> when you tell somebody to forgive, it, I, I always feel like people are going to think I'm, I'm accusing them of something. And sometimes we need to forgive ourselves the most. And that's kind of the sense that I'm getting about you is that something domestic and that there's something in the hearth. And I, and I think that if you think about this, it'll make sense to you. And I, I get a kind of a, feeling of, of that I don't really want to say anymore because I don't want to get too personal. Um, I, you know, if you email me, I, I will elaborate more for you if you'd like. You know, totally just, just to, to 
you know, continue on this. Okay. So. So there's a block in my kitchen. Is that really what you said? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm sorry. Let me let me clarify that a little. No, there's not a block in your kitchen. I, I see the kitchen as a symbol of your, uh, you know how the, the kitchen is like the epicenter of families and, and close friends, and you come over to somebody's house, and if you go into the kitchen, you know, you're, you sit down, you have coffee. It's just a representation of something domestic going on around you. That's what the Spirit is telling me, something domestic going on around you, and it's blocked. I, I don't, I can say what I feel it is, but I don't really want to. Um, something domestic is going on around you that's blocking you and blocking your energy. It's not blocking you. And um, say prayers, forgive, love yourself. These are the things that are coming to me. Say prayers, okay. Love, do, do you know what it has to do with, the thing you're seeing? Family. Because I'm confused. Well, I do have I have some problems in my family for sure. I, I see. I, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Yeah, I have problems with the family. Yeah. There's that's that's what I see. So we have the kitchen being the the whole epicenter of the family. That's literally what I'm seeing. So forgiveness, um, letting things go, letting things go, letting don't let things through, don't let. Don't let things get out of hand. Don't let things become inflamed. That's what I'm seeing. I don't want to get more personal because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say anything that's uh, too personal, even though it's a radio show and you called in. Um, but but that will okay. Fine. But when do you see things uh, getting better? Well, I see things being better with the situation of. Forgiveness. My sense strongly, very strongly, is that there's a need for forgiveness. There's a need. Somebody's holding on to something. Um, I'm not saying it's you. I think it's a lot of people are holding on to something, and it's causing something to just really light up. Do you know what I mean? Spiritually, just like smoke, and you can't see clearly. Um, I really could get in much deeper uh, with you. Problems with the family, that's what I see. Reconciliation, talking it out, um, trying to understand both sides, that's what I see as a, as a start of a solution. You know, forgiveness. Forgiveness, forgiveness of yourself, forgiveness of, other, of others. That's the strongest thing that I feel. Okay. And I, I, I will pray for you, and I, I encourage you to as well. Um, and, and thank you so much for calling. I appreciate it so much. You know, please feel free. Okay. You know, thank you, doll. Thank you. God thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, I've got, we've got about 12 minutes left, and I really want to get to you guys. Um, hello. Hello. You're on the air. Welcome to Psychic. Excuse me, I'm Psychic. I'm with something else. It's Rocio. Hello. Hi. 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 I'm fine. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Oh, okay. Um, okay, my name is Shamina, and I'm calling regarding love and relationship. I just want to know if you see anyone new entering. Um, 
Wow, you're you're a, you're a, you you have a beautiful soul. Thank you. you. Have such a soul. Oh my gosh. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. You have to you have to um. <laughs> are you with you're with somebody now? No, no, no. I'm not with nobody, but someone from my past um entered back in and he stopped talking again. So I don't really know what's going on there. But I just, yeah, <laughs> maybe someone new entering, I don't know. I do see you moving forward. Um, I see children in your future. The children, really? I, I, I sense children around you. I sense children around you. I sense ch- yes, I, I sense children around you. Mm-hmm. Um, do you work with children? Um, no, but um, my nephews are very important to me. Uh, yes, it's not your nephew. The children around you, uh, I would say that yeah, you're going to meet somebody new, but you gotta you gotta push, you gotta put away the past. You gotta put the mm-hmm. past away, and you gotta let go of people who. You don't want to, you're not sure about. You've got to put away mm-hmm. people you're not sure about. There's somebody that you're not sure about. This person mm-hmm. comes in, he comes out. Comes in, he comes out. You need to move forward. And I see a child, actually a child, as a way of doing this. Um, mm-hmm. Hold on. Hold, uh, yeah. Stay close to your nephew. That, that's going to be a healing Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. And that's all the callers we have. I think I just disconnected somewhere. If you call back really, really fast, I will be able to get back to you. Hello. <laughs> oh, Lord help me. This is my well, this yeah, this I gotta say, this is the most interesting uh, switchboard I've ever dealt with in my life. Okay, so it's nine minutes till my show is over. God, I I love you guys. You, you have such wonderful energy. Thank you so much for calling me. Oh, here we go. Hi, you're hello. You're on the air. Thank you for calling back. I'm sorry I hung up on you. Hello. Hi. Hi. Yes. How are you? Uh, did I hang up on you? I'm so sorry. I wasn't sure, but I redialed <laughs> in just in case. I didn't know what happened. <laughs> Good. It was me. I hit the wrong button. I do that a lot. Okay. How well, are you? Good. Good. Yes. Um. Well, I was just wondering if there's any information. I had a conflict with my sister recently, and I was looking for what I should be learning about it. It. it I feel very, very hurt by it, and. Um, like I'm taking it personally, and I know I shouldn't, but I am. <laughs> so is there any advice from the angels on what I should do? Yes. Can you give me your first name? Would that be okay? Yeah, sure. My my name's Eileen. Her name is Jean. Hi, Eileen. 
Excuse me. Give me one couple seconds, please. It, that's okay. It'll continue after the show ends. Oh, cool. Okay. You can say goodbye. That's usually what a host does. Yeah, I, I well, I'm just going a little bit. i got to figure out the button. Um, okay, so this was Kiss Me, I'm Psychic with Christine Corda. I want to thank everyone who called in. Thank you so much for being patient with me next week. I don't know what we're going to talk about yet, but it's always a surprise here. Join me next week. Same channel, same time. Sunday night, brother, Sunday night, 7 p.m. God bless. Good night. Everyone, I'm going to continue with you. Everyone who's listening, I'm going to continue with Irene. Hello? Yes, I'm still here. Oh, I didn't know if anything happened. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Sister's name is Jean. Just going to throw it out. Do you know a George? A George? Yeah. Um, the name of the man, uh, there's a business that the dispute was kind of a yeah. side issue to, and his name is Kevin. Oh, all right. Well, then that's Sort of similar. This is what I see. I see a bridge. It's not a literal bridge. I, I need to be able to tell that because these are not. A lot of times they're literal symbols, and a lot of times they're just symbols. They're not even, you know, they mean something. Nice on other sides of the bridge. Okay. About money. And you felt that you're I, I get the sense that you felt your um your opinion or your your expertise of the matter was not respected or appreciated and it was belittled. Yeah. That's what I can on. Um, she's your sister. Yeah. You know, I have a brother. I used to throw bricks at him. You know, I mean, it's hard when when your sisters because you have such a bond with your sister that when you get angry, it it gets it's that much worse. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. It um, is. Yes, I most certainly 100% without a doubt, and you don't see that you're going to be reconciled. It will work things out. It seems like it's impossible to. I get the sense of impossibility. Yeah, all around. You're sitting here feeling your sensing that I'll keep feeling you, oh my God. When I'm sensing your aura, I get the feeling of impossibility. Oh God, I don't know what to do. It's never going to change. It will change. Trust me on this. You have my phone number. You know who I am. You can call me up and you can tell me. Within two and a half weeks at the most, no, about two and a half weeks, maybe a little longer. Sorry about that. It will work things out. It will. I'm, I'm totally 100% about this. Okay. She is like 100% that all the learning has to be done on my part. So I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I am missing something. Like, uh, you're both, yeah, you're both on the side of the bridge. You're, you're, you're both throwing things on the other. I see a bridge. If you're both standing on each side of the bridge. You're throwing things at each other. <laughs> but, but you, could go, you could listen to this. Listen to this. You could go under the bridge. Oh, wait a minute. 
your your sister's name is is Jean. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was Lorraine. I'm sorry. Um, my name's wrong. I get all these names. Oh, that might have been the George. You were getting George as Jean, similar, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I never get good with the names. I see. Yeah. You, you, can, you can go under the bridge, or you can go over it, but you can't go through it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's like an allegory, but you know, you will if you put it this way. If you go to to her and say, look, if you can summon up enough. Um, summon, swallow your pride and say, I'm sorry if I did anything. Open the doors. You'll work things out. It'll work out anyway, but if you can do that, it'll work out even better. Okay. All right. Is is there any learning that I personally need to, besides just apologizing? I mean, maybe that is the learning. <laughs> or is there any, like she thinks there's some big flaw in my character I need to look at. So I'm like, okay, no. what is it? <laughs> the, the learning is in the apology. And then, okay. then when, when you get together and you talk, when this when the bridge comes down, um, you will. You will. You'll get you'll get right back. I see uh, it. It's just there's about it. Okay. Is she gonna learn does that mean that she'll be learning something too or, or Oh yeah. She'll, she'll learn it but she won't admit it. She's very really? stubborn. Okay. Yeah, All right. All right. Well thank you. Thank you very much. Keep me updated. I'd, I'd love to hear how it turns out. Okay, thank uh, you. Thank you. Thank okay. you, Eileen. Bye. 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 Okay. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Um, everyone just hung up. And again, thank you so much for listening to my show, Kiss Me, I'm Psychic. Um, again, next Sunday night at 7 p.m. More calls, more chats. Well, there is a chat room in here if anyone ever wants to come in and chat. I don't even know if anyone's in the chat room. Okay, good. I need to uh, get into the chat room. Thank you so much. God bless all of you. Be happy. Be good. Love each other. Random acts of kindness. Raise your vibration. You can be psychic. You are psychic. You can empower yourselves. I love you. Take care. I am Christine Corda, and this is Kiss Me, I'm Psychic. Good night.